Welcome to Come Queens, the pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can uplift the matriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Grace. And I'm Charlotte. On this week's episode, we talk about the huge backlog of untested rape kits across the United States and how our current policing system is failing victims of sexual assault. Also, stick around for a new segment about our Come Queens Facebook requests. And just a content warning for our listeners, we will be discussing uh, sexual abuse and assault. So um, just use caution as, you know, we move forward. Right. So, do you ever? I feel like I learned about untested rape kits in, I want to say, a 60 Minutes expose because they had found a bunch of them in a warehouse. Mm. Uh, and I actually think now that I re researched it, that was in Detroit um, when they were saying, you know, because you always hear that, like, that's what happens. Right. I knew it, that was like a thing, but I don't recall, like, seeing any big news story on it or anything and then like I never heard anything from then on about yeah the issue yeah and I guess it, it it seems so crazy that that would even exist because that would be like oh I've shown up at a crime scene and taken fingerprints mm-hmm. and then just stuck them in a box somewhere and never tried to figure out whose fingerprints they were that shit probably does happen though I know I don't yeah which is crazy well, yeah, I mean, it definitely happened. Yeah. There was that lady on uh, the local Facebook group here the other day who, like, called the police, had her car stolen, and said, like, this is the person who it is. And they were like, oh, well, sorry. Can't do anything about it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, I just want mm. my car back. Um, so this is much more serious than that, obviously. Right, yeah. uh, because, you know, the last thing, after you've already been victimized in this way, the last thing you want to do is then have to fight the legal system to get justice. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what's happening Um, across the United States. uh, The number of untested rape kits reaches hundreds of thousands. Um, And mostly my research was from this 2017 article or 2015 article. So... If it was that many back then, I can't imagine what What? now is. I mean, there has been recent uh, legislation, and since this article came out, states have been more on their shit. Um, But this was a USA Today article, and 75 newspapers uh, teamed up, and they created a nationwide inventory and found at least 70,000 neglected kits in an open record campaign. So that's open records. So imagine all the closed records. We have no idea what number that is. Wow. Um, So that just scratches the surface um, because there are... Oh, and that just covered 1,000 police agencies. But in the U.S., there are 18,000 police departments. So... I don't know if I can do the math on that shit. Like, it's just going to go up exponentially. Um, Yeah, it's crazy. It's really disturbing. Yeah, and um, I know, you know, and I, like, from what I could read about it, like, actually going to be tested um, is that, like, can be 
kinds. A huge traumatizing right. process. Well, because you, I think you have to go pretty quickly after yeah. after uh, the incident happens. And then, um, yeah, and then from there, you, you know, are obviously having your, you know, genitalia like you know looked at touched by people like i'm imagining that's like the very last thing that you want to deal with after you've experienced that right and then but you think doing this is going to get you justice like oh this is what i need to do and then it'll be solved and i can go on about my life but but apparently they can just actually put it on a shelf somewhere and never even bother never even test it yeah. It just sits in storage. And I mean, the thing, I mean, it's fucked up on so many levels. Also, because think about all the people that you're, we could have prevented from being raped. Mm-hmm. Because, because it, a, a rapist, a person who rapes once, chances are they're going to fucking do it again. Right. And that's <laughs> what they found. Like, as they go yeah. back and start actually testing these kits, they're they, like, oh, there was a serial rapist. Yeah, there was a serial yeah. rapist. And some of them they didn't Missed even that. figure out until, like, those rapists started murdering. And then they're like, oh, maybe maybe we should look into it. Um, and I think yeah. it, goes, it goes back a lot to, you know, the problems. Like, clearly police are not taking um, this seriously. Um they're not taking these reports seriously and they're less likely to even try to basically bother to solve your case unless you're like, quote unquote, like an ideal victim. Exactly. So yes. they're not looking, you know, and a lot of serial rapists, especially I was reading, start with um, like sex workers and people who already don't necessarily have mm-hmm. a lot of power. And so they go for those folks first and then right. they people are at push risk the limits. Who are like seen as easy targets like that's terrible to say but yeah and so that's you know that's like an insane that's an insane difference i read in cleveland um in 2015 they started investigating they had 7000 untested kits and case western reserve university looked into it they said that police notes barely filled a page from the vast majority of the reports Forty percent of the time, detectives never even contacted the victims. Wow. Um, Three quarters of the victims were never even interviewed. So so you're talking about after after a crime like this takes place or any crime, you you need to get the information from the victim as soon as possible when memories are fresh, too. So this is going to make it even more difficult to prosecute down the line. Um, And then they also found that 50 percent of the cases were closed within a week. And twenty five percent of cases were closed in a day. Wow! So it's like no, they they literally aren't um, aren't aren't even bothering with these kind of crimes. And I think that one of the things that's been really frustrating to me lately around the conversations about defunding police is that everyone the the trope that they keep going mm-hmm. to is what's yeah what if you're raped. Yeah, what's what's going to happen if you uh, get raped? I mean, that's literally like there's a campaign commercial for Trump right now that says like oh, God. if you're if you're raped, press 1 or whatever. And like what? and it's like nobody picks up the 911 call. It's a super fear-mongering mm-hmm. um tactic, but then but there uh, once again we find um women's bodies being weaponized to go mm-hmm. you know the, it it's actually reminds me of when the bathroom conversation was happening and they're like oh uh 
You know, right. if we had transgender people use the bathroom, you know, for the gender in which they identify, then what about the women? We have to protect the women. Exactly. Stop fucking saying you're trying to protect us when you've not been trying to protect us. <laughs> and it's not going to be a transgender person in a bathroom that sexually assaults us. Right. If anything, they're the ones who Ex- are likely oh, to sure. become the victims of assault. Yeah. Um, Dude, and they're still holding on to that. I went to a, a gun show in Tennessee and holy shit it was terrifying i like literally like after we went out like i was like my heart was racing i had to sit down i couldn't even smoke a cigarette because i was too (laughs) amped up already jesus so i was like this is some shit um but there's like a gun and ammo shortage across the u.s which is terrifying it started when corona first started popping up but now since there's been protests and everything now there's a huge shortage. Bullets are like a dollar a piece. I'm a gun guy now, so I know a <laughs> lot know of about shit. It. Um, it's like the Chris Rock, the million dollar bullet. Then you like, that, you remember that sketch? And he's like, then you think twice before you pop a cap in someone's <laughs> If it's a million dollars, yeah. Yeah, that like, we should just make bullets more expensive. <laughs> well, they are. Um, I feel like one dollar still doesn't seem like enough for a bullet. Sure. They used to be like 25 cents a bullet. So, like, a pack of five was $125. Five bullets? Five Five packs of of 25 bullets. Wow. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, but you see some crazy shit at a gun show, apparently. It was, or not a gun show. It was, like, it was in a, a hotel and... Like a convention? The convention, yeah. Small convention in Tennessee. Um... A lot of Nazi paraphernalia, a lot of old creepy guys. I've never felt like so stared at in my life before. Did you like? I did had you a mask do anything on, which was so to make about. yourself like blend? I mean, not really. <laughs> I wore like some pink camo. No, I didn't wear pink camo. <laughs> I wore like kind of a blue tie dye shirt. Um, yeah, I didn't. I definitely didn't look blendy, and I had a backpack on. Um, but yeah, Nazi paraphernalia, they had this one sign that said, like, we got however many guns on our side, a million guns on our side, the other side doesn't know how to use the bathroom. Oh, my God. So I'm like, okay, you guys are still holding on to that, huh? Cool. I just... Neat. Neato. Yeah, and and we just, we can't, we gotta, like, stand up and be like, hey, stop, like, just please do not, do not use us in our safety and the very real threat yeah, fuck that you. exists. Yeah, you. You don't give a shit about me. Yeah. You don't care at all. Um, and being in a bathroom actually, like, and that's the thing. I just, I think about all the times that I've driven and had to stop at, like, some rest stop in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm driving somewhere. And, like, that is fucking scary because yeah. you're, like. And you're, like, a rural uh, area. Yeah. Yeah, for and, sure. And you're, like, oh, the rest area is better than going to, like, some weird gas station in the middle of nowhere. So you're, like, okay, well, at least it's, like, well lit usually. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it actually can be a scary situation. And I've it's never been because of some a transgender person. Right. Um, so, yeah. But. Um, yeah, if so. You, uh, if you were in that. Mm-hmm. But if you were in that situation, you know, where you have to g- get a kit, you find out later, okay, they and haven't it can done take anything. Six hours. It can take upwards of six hours to get this whole process. To do the process. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Which is just prolonging trauma in your event. Like, oh. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I feel like when we talk about this too, it's like, I don't want to discourage people from. 
doing it. From doing I've it. I've never had one. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I was sexually assaulted, but then I was encouraged immediately after by um, a male teacher. Because we were in a foreign country. Uh, we were in Cyprus, which is part of Turkey. And he was, he immediately, I think. Greece? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's there's like two parts of the island, and there's oh, different. It's because they're it's all, controlled they're, by two different. Because they're fighting. Yeah, I know yeah, about that. And so he was like, immediately he was like, I would suggest you don't press charges because we're in a country right now that does not um, value women's uh, opinions and their role. Well, I was like, oh okay. I thanks. mean, it's really true that Which in some countries true. they say you're yeah that like then you can. Be I prosecuted. would probably be yeah. Yeah, but then it was. Uh, he also went on to say that yeah, the 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 boy's father is really influential and wealthy, so I would also suggest that you don't do that, which is true. His dad worked for the World Bank, so so you're not like gonna feel like a safe. No. Well, I mean, and that's the truth is that most people don't report. Yeah, because it's like, why am I gonna go through this whole process just to be? Uh, re-traumatize, bring this all up, be be put on the line, like be battered down, have my character attacked, and then nothing comes out of it. Right. So, we're but st- we're still like figuring out how do we how do we see justice? I mm-hmm. I read that out of every one thousand sexual assaults, only two hundred and thirty are reported to police. Uh, only nine percent are sent to prosecutors, and only. Um, Sorry, not 9%, 9, 9 out of 1,000. Oh, um, wow. And then only five are uh, sentenced to prison, five five people. So five out, out of, of every 1,000. Jesus. So those numbers, and I think, and I mean, I think that is though where we have to start the conversation about like what does justice in that situation mm-hmm. look like? Like, mm-hmm. when, you know, if we move towards more of a like, transformative justice model, like maybe, you know, because I, I you know, I don't know, every victim might have a different thing that they want to see out of the outcome like do you want an apology do you want right um an acknowledgement that this really happened do Mm -hmm. you you know do you want restitution like how do you want to approach that um i think employers should be notified yeah and future employers it should be honestly it should be like a, a sex offender registry right well i mean in theory if you were actually convicted then you would be on a sex offender registry. A lot, yeah. A lot of the time, it's like, oh, you're on it for uh, a couple years, and then, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like there, there are like wild reasons why people can get on the sex mm-hmm. offender registry list, right? There, are, there's problems with that whole registry in itself, right? There should be a special sexual assault rape task force svu we need the real life well, svu that's and that's I the know. other thing did you get I, so pissed because no. i was like we have I watched to have a, that show I, I love that show so much <sighs> like me too it was me and my mom's show i couldn't get enough of this fucking mor- murder porn and then, loved it i'm like the main guy who i would me and my mom would call the penis because he looked like oh yeah very phallic looking i know who you're talking about ice tea was in it Fucking Mariska Hargitay, she's a queen. <laughs> she has saved us. She started her own fucking nonprofit. For that's why we have that goddamn website that we're gonna mention. Really? Yes, that's. Her. I didn't know this she started it. And the backlog is under her organization. So we have to have 
a fucking actor who worked on this SVU on set. On a fake TV show. Fake TV show that about made rape. made it seem like people were <laughs> yes. actually investigating rape when it turns it out they an don't. Hour. It took them an hour to fucking get the, get the perp they would get and that. they get justice. And that's God not... Damn. That's I think that's another problem with like cop TV though because it yes. just it gives yeah. us it I I've, I've been calling it copaganda. I like that. Um because they are out there like if you watch those things you do you feel safe and I think oh, yeah, in you're my like, mind oh, they really do care. Yeah, they're, they're out get here the forensic team out here. They're, they're not fucking around. They're, they're gonna, putting those prints in the computer. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. They're going to slam slam them up against a wall somewhere. Throw the I mean, book at them. And then everyone and then it seemed it also like normalizes police brutality too cuz yes, then you're it like does. oh you fucking <laughs> pervert, you know. <laughs> Beat him up. He's a kitty raper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not real life. Sad news. But she, no. so yeah. she started. This, if you guys want to check out this website, it's, yeah, it's called End the Backlog. So it's a program under her Joyful Heart Foundation, which is a nonprofit. And this website is fucking legit, dude. It's very it, well. It's very navigable, which I always yeah. appreciate on a website. <laughs> it break down. It breaks down your state, and it has a backlog snapshot. Um, so I'm on North Carolina right now, and we currently have 15,160 untested kits. Our testing is in progress. That's what it says. And then it goes and it breaks down, does um, North Carolina, is your inventory un- untested rape kits? Yes, it's recurring inventory. Um, does your state grant victims rights to notice and be informed? So apparently a state can choose whether or not to do that. Uh, no, North Carolina does not. <laughs> so we we don't have those rights. Um, are they tracking the untested rape kits? Yes, they currently are. Have they tested backlog rape kits? Yes, testing is in progress. North Carolina just passed this 2019 brand new, fresh, fred- hot off the presses. <laughs> fresh off the presses. <laughs> the Survivor Act. Hot out the legislature. <laughs> <laughs> The Survivor Act um, passed in North Carolina. So states rape kits collected after July 1st, 2019, they have to be notified to law enforcement within 24 hours of collection, which is not common practice we learned doing this research, which is crazy. And so now it is North Carolina. We keep finding out a lot of things. Because we're the worst. We also have the most (laughs) untested rape kits in the country. At, at this point that's Wait, what is I was, that true that's what i was reading yeah Shit. that it's we're like currently the worst the worst state we suck in yeah, a lot of in ways. a lot of ways um also under this act law enforcement is mandated to pick up the kit within seven days and submit it to the lab within 45 days which is good you need to have fucking rules for this shit I apparently mean, it, it's been a lawless system. it seems yeah i it's been the wild west out here for rape kits i think that that's yeah and we keep hearing like oh uh you know anarchy lawlessness and i'm just like you know what's that's really what blowing my mind doing, man i keep thinking that there was a system like Ain't if no you checks and balances if you got a kit it would only you would even think why would they even bother to get a kit right. if they weren't going to test it apparently it's just for appearances yeah, it's just, just to, make to it go through like... the motions and then it sits on a fucking shelf and gets dusty. I mean, it looks like it is. We are improving. It seems yes. for whatever reason, 2015 seems to be like a time. I think. Well, I think it was just starting to get more media coverage. Yeah. And and that's, again, the power of we have to keep journalism press. alive. Yeah. It's the press Local is so journalists. important. Yeah. 
because they're the ones who have the time to submit like these Freedom of Information Act requests mm-hmm. where they can gather this information for us. Because, you know, would we even have access to this at all? Yeah, exactly. So pay for your like local newspaper, your local times. Everything's online now. It's like a yeah, it's like what? I think it's like two dollar, four dollar subscription. A month, I yeah, think is what I'm paying for our local. I newspaper. pay five dollars a month for Nintendo. So yeah. come on, guys. Think of all the bullshit that I spend five dollars on every month. Yeah, every day. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's worthwhile, and and they break important stories. You know, like the Boston Globe is responsible for breaking the Catholic Church mm-hmm. scandal. Um, so we yeah we got to support them, and if we would start to redirect our funds instead of going to the because the truth is police are not on a lot of levels police are not qualified to handle this these situations um yes because they don't you know they don't have they don't have the resources they don't have the time they as much as the person you want to talk to like think like after you've just had this traumatic experience i think you would want somebody who's like empathetic warm trained yeah warm not not trained for me ideally i would prefer um to have a woman to talk to for sure and i know like you know the majority i i guess i don't know that factually but i'm i feel confident at least here you're gonna go out on a limb and say more male police than than women yeah and, um, i would <laughs> i would assume that and so i think that like they should they're they were suggesting some of the organizations um were suggesting that you could Put these funds to family and domestic violence Mm -hmm. uh, shelters, rape crisis centers, mental health counseling. And then this is a big one, which I still don't think we have enough resources for, anti-sexual violence education. Mm -hmm. So we could start talking about this from a young age. Yeah, early intervention is so fucking important. We we see so many studies about how important early intervention is with all spectrums of issues, but we... Our states, like, we don't have the resources to put the, these programs in place. But it's more expensive. I always think it's interesting. They don't ever want to put the money up front. But in the ultimately, on the oh, back yeah. end, you're spending way more money. It's more like, expensive to put someone in jail to, to yeah, house them in, in prisons. Than but, it would be to, like, house them out, you know, and give them what they need. Mm-hmm. It's more expensive to uh, have um, – it's more expensive to, like, put someone um, into – any of these different like carceral systems or to and to follow them um yeah it blows my mind that they that they go to that instead and if you could just stop if you put money into education Mm -hmm. like we know about the school to prison pipeline like it just at every step of the way they're just missing that dude and it's scary like what's happening with our education system right now too during corona like it's just limiting I know. Bless you, Education teachers. access. I just want to say, bless, bless. They're taking pay cuts. Bless the teachers. They're doing bless. in-person classes and online curriculums, like making whole online curriculums. I heard Jamie Harrison, who's who's running for Senate against Lindsey Graham in South Carolina. I love him. Um, I heard him say in an interview that 40% of South Carolinians do not have access to the to internet. internet. Yep. Believe it. 40 fucking believe it. Yeah. I honestly, like my entire life, I mean, literally my job, like everything I do is connected to the internet. I mean, that's like a public utility. It, yes. That's not Universal broadband should definitely, I don't know why this isn't. And then they're going to say you have, kids have to be educated that way. Mm -hmm. They're in for a world of, uh, 
you know, hurt there. But I, you know, I think that they'll, I think that the kids will be, they'll be all right. <laughs> they'll, we'll figure out how to they'll like. be all right somehow. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to figure out how to get them through this, I hope. But these teachers deserve all of the. Yeah. All the credit. Um, and you could be identifying this stuff. Like if we started teaching about the stuff in school, like it's still, we don't, we don't want to talk about these things so much. We're so averse to it that we would rather just let it continue to happen mm-hmm. because these things are all cyclical too. Um, and that's why I do think like when you look at as far as like punishment or justice goes, you want to like wrap that piece into it too, you know? Sure. That abuse, some, I mean, a lot of times abusers are been also abused. Yeah. abused. And so you have to look at the complexity of it as we step forward. They said there's 125,000 reported rapes every year. Um, wow. And that's, again, that's just report, you're thinking like less right. than a quarter yeah. are mm-hmm. reported. So, yeah. So that would be a half a million. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no um there's no universal guideline for how to uh deal with rape kits or sexual assault in the United States, which is crazy to me. It's like everything varies state by state cuz we're all about like look leave it up to the states, they'll figure it out. No they fucking won't. No, they, they or won't. you could just present a standard at least right. if they could choose and whether they, or not they want they to can adopt be like, it. Okay. Yeah, but there, of course there's not that. There's no guideline yeah. or anything like that. Um, most states do not have any kind of written guideline for processing sex crime evidence. Um, decisions are less are left up often to the investigating officers. So that is a huge red flag because we know that people have internal biases. Um, you leave it up to one cop to just like, and to you decide your fate. A cop who's been trained for six months they don't have yeah any, exactly we can talk about their fucking training they don't hours have knowledge. which is ridiculous they don't have they just they just don't they're not equipped to handle these kind of a like of situations yeah you know um honestly we i think we put too much shit on our cops like we're always like oh they're let the cops deal with it the cops are like the ultimate authority they're not they're not trained for it they don't have the resources yeah so let's make some other fucking departments Available. And adequately train people, and so it's more specialized to what the situation is. I don't. Well, if you really care about your cops, like you know, help 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 them, them out. out. Take the load off them. Take you know, the load off Annie. They <laughs> they have a really cool program here, um, locally called the Family Justice Center, and um, I don't know all of the details, but the idea of the uh, the idea of it was to start like a one-stop shop because they they started to figure out that when people are victims of either sexual abuse or domestic violence, they actually end up just receiving like basically so much is thrown at them all at once while mm-hmm. they're already in this traumatic experience. Right. Um, and there's so many there's so many organizations that they tell them that they should talk to, but then they a lot of times people just freeze and like don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's too it's all too much. So the Family Justice Center is created where you can go in and they have social services folks there. They have um, they have people from our domestic violence nonprofit, sexual assault nonprofit there. You can get um, tested. They have they do rape kit testing on site. Mm. And they also have police that are in 
the building as well. So like you can kind of get access everything you need from one place and they and they have counseling services and wow. stuff like that. Um and so and then you can feel also I feel like it could be a safer environment too as opposed to like going to the hospital which I I think mm-hmm. is for the mm-hmm. most part where most people have um have rape kits done. Mm-hmm. Um so I think also just like integrating integrating what we already have existing um it to to work together better i think is would be a good move on this part yeah because clearly it's not working the way it's been been done yeah and i just don't know when they're gonna um i don't know when they're going to uh address all this with detroit they in 2009 (laughs) so there was literally like a cop walking through this warehouse and was like hey What's all? What's all that? And what are all these boxes? What are all these boxes? Oh, it's ten thousand rape kits. No, uh, it was actually one. They guessed it was ten thousand, but it was actually eleven thousand three hundred and forty-one untested kits. Ten years later, though, I read a follow-up article, which this so this is progress. This is good. Um, they have um, identified eight hundred and twenty-four suspected serial rapists holy shit 824 282 uh people were adjudicated and there have been 197 Mm. convictions so because then i mean at this point you're talking like cold case situations right yeah which starts to make it even more difficult did they go through all those or did they say how many kits they went through oh i think that i think that they've tested them now and that's and those are and that's that's what came up what has come of it so far so um so yeah that's important and if you yeah if you if somebody's listening and they've been in the situation and you had a kit like you can still if you want you can still follow up with it today mm-hmm. and so they recommend that you reach out to your local law enforcement it is going to depend based on where you're at like what information they'll give you and they said sometimes the police don't exactly. give you information because they say that you could compromise your own case which seems backwards that seems yeah but uh they recommend that you work with a victim advocate so mm-hmm. you could google where a victim advocate would be in your local area and i would think any nonprofit organizations mm-hmm. that uh, deal with sexual assault might have those folks available to you because um, if you do think that there's still a kid out there, you, you want to find, you know, find that. I was trying to Google, but I couldn't find any information if I could just get my, like, I, to me, I'm like, I would want to get my own kit. Just have one on hand? Well, like, can you, like, can I, you do it privately? You know mm-hmm. how you can hire a private investigator? Yeah. Or both. You know, do the police one and then have your own just to, like, be like, okay, I, well, I can... Vigilante, I'm just on some vigilante shit. Yeah, you here. are. <laughs> I feel like a nurse practitioner would probably have to be you know, some you know, kind of medical. I'm saying get it from a medical professional, but you purchase, like, can they be purchased privately? Like, the way that I could go have a pap smear, could I go have an exam in that way? And then I would hold on. I would just trust myself to hold on to the evidence more than the police, I guess is what I'm ultimately oh, saying. Oh, I see. <laughs> Like that, that seems like a more reliable route, but I, I couldn't find any, anybody like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. But you want to talk about it. I don't know if I'd want that sitting in my house. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I would, I don't know what I would do with it. 
Um, but you would want, I mean, I think asking those questions up front too, like if you find yourself in that situation, get like, get any kind of like, if there's any kind of tracking number, any Mm -hmm. like just document everything that happens and do that in any, you know, I mean, I think you should do that in any interaction that you have, uh, with the police specifically, but sure. And, and, um, I've been really encouraging people to do that. Uh, recently, you know, as far as the demonstrations go, um, I'm like, write down what happened or record a video of what happened as soon as you can, because Mm -hmm. your memory is going to go like it fades very, very fast. Yeah. And so you want to, you're going to forget key details. I already worry about that, like in just how shifty my timelines or even, I mean, yeah, my, my memory of like, my sexual harassment situation is so I mean it's so faded at this point but I did document I did document yeah. it and I w- was able to find some things that I'm like oh okay because also I think with trauma they're part sometimes your brain wants you're protecting it's actively yourself. trying to hide that yeah, information exactly from you. um but and then you can also reach out look go go to the the website um, and the backlog and the backlog yeah, see, see what your state does and um, then follow up with your legislators exactly if it's if it's not like giving you enough resources yeah contact the people who are in charge <laughs> yeah and just say you know we need we need to demand that this happens and like we yeah. need we need to figure out a way that where people can you know feel safer to report um the the number one reason people don't report sexual assault is fear of retaliation but the second biggest reason is that they don't believe the police will help them yeah because that's one of the main reasons that law enforcement doesn't test these kits yeah is because it's up to the investigating officers to determine um if they want to test it or not and a lot of the time sex workers are victims of these crimes and the police don't believe the victims um especially if they're using drugs or there's any kind of other circumstances um and they're going to perceive these sex workers as prostitutes and think that they put themselves at that risk because of their lifestyle and i think too when it's people who are i mean we've heard that story time and time again when it's somebody that you know also like mm-hmm. um but part of the t- the with the kit is that there's also an exam that can um you know, see like basically like signs of force. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I actually somebody very close to me um, is not a medical professional, but um, they're working in a situation where they've been working a lot with young girls who are victims of abuse, and they're they're actually being trained, but like in how to is um, like how to help with the exams but like a big part of what they're learning is just like asking like asking for consent and also if you're Mm -hmm. in a situation where you're getting if you don't feel comfortable during like the procedure um at any point in time like you you can say like you can ask for what you want and say like tell me what you're gonna do next can you stop like you you, have the right to know it's your body it's your body you get to set the rules something has happened to you that wasn't like that was against your will and now you're in charge of what happens to your body next Mm -hmm. so yeah um definitely keep you know try to keep those boundaries and if you have somebody who you can bring with you to support you i think yes definitely 
That's important. That can help a whole lot. Um, but I hope I hope that we're going to move towards a new paradigm on this. It, they also yeah. the, the D- Justice Department also set up a some a sexual assault um, kit investigation. Also, the Manhattan. Um, the Manhattan, I don't know if it was their police or they like basically they took a bunch of funds that they had gotten from like they got they took a bunch of funds that they had gotten from like embezzlers and just like extra cash that they had seized. Mm. And they actually ended up giving those funds out all over the oh. country to try to resolve this problem. That's great. So I love that. I love that creative solution. Yeah. Because once people are aware that this is happening, I mean, who this? it's not really. This isn't a political. Um, this is a, a political yeah. issue in any way. No. Like I don't know what kind of can't reasonable, really pick a side on this one. Yeah, what reasonable American or any person in the world is going to be like? Oh yeah. yeah, let's not find. Let's not find out who did this. So yeah, I think we are like definitely heading in a better direction now that people know what the deal is. Um, and you have this amazing resource you can go to to see what your state offers. And the fact that North Carolina just passed this act in 2019, last year. But now they have to. I mean, at least now Not, there's something right. that says you They're have to test it. They're confronted with it. And now they have a um, a review team that deals with untested rape kits specifically. So that should make sense. So are they choosing? I wonder if they choose which ones to... Uh, it says kits collected before review team required to survey backlog kits and determine testing priority. So they determine the testing priority. Yes. So that probably determine, determines like depends on like is there a suspect? Um, what right. kind of crime was this? And yeah. unfortunately, probably the other implicit biases mm-hmm. that occur within those systems are going to occur there as yes. well. Yeah. But there is there's definitely more hope than there was like as far yeah. as if you're going. It seems like your chances of this working out have increased sure. over time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, whatever you, you get to um, be be the decision maker about how you want your whole case to play out. I think it yeah. reminds me of our interview with Donna Freitas and that's and she was talking so much about how she just wanted to like that. She felt like the situation was then out of her out of her control, control completely yeah like that it was almost worse for her on the back end uh because she just was like okay now this this unwanted thing is happening to me and now i don't have i thought i was going to get to control the process from here on out once i said hey this happened mm-hmm. um yeah and i mean in her she was dealing with a harassment situation it was different than this but i think you can see a lot of parallels in terms of like her process about reporting and mm-hmm. and i mean the thing is i don't think you have like a you don't have a big time frame if you are going to go down this route um act fast yeah you don't yeah you have to you have to get on it right away yeah uh which may not be the first thing you're thinking about maybe you're thinking about how to just like get to safety and yeah. be safe yeah um especially if this is coming from an intimate partner so Yep, the work the work will continue. Yeah, uh, to make that better. It's really weird. How, to say. How I think you... we should just say that it's this is a very uncomfortable segue. Yeah, I was like trying to 
I don't know how to segue to. We're trying to. <laughs> now we're in comedy. No. Um, no. We wanted to. <laughs> Yikes. We've been getting uh, an absolutely astounding amount of requests to join our Facebook group, which is called Come Queens. And you're welcome to join. Um, we have yeah. t- two membership questions. Which we, we in hindsight. We, we need, need to, to get, change them. We need to get more in depth on these questions. They're fucked up. Yeah, I mean, they're not fucked up, but like they could be better. <laughs> they could definitely. They're be not better. working for our purposes. But they are the reason why we have this segment now because yeah. there are some. They've given us some, some gold. And comic the, answers to hear. The two questions are: Do you consider yourself a feminist, and why do you want to join Come Queens? So. Anyway, who who are some of your favorites? I would love to read. Um, this is a pretty new one. Requested August 18th. Greg, can we, should we say names? I mean, I don't see why not. Okay. They're not. I don't think half of these people are even real, so. Yeah, that's true. Gregory Taylor Crick. Um, he is self-employed. Ooh, self-made man. He's from um, Hueytown. Alabama. And um, so he considers himself a feminist. Yes. Why do you want to join Come Queens? To empower other women. So then I was like, okay, that sounds good. I went immediately to his profile picture. This is what the profile picture says. It's just text, red text on a white background. You can't keep your kids from they are they were father and call him a bad father. Dot, 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 dot. You're a bitch for keeping their bond apart. Dot, dot, dot. So yeah, you do sound like a feminist. <laughs> Did you see a second profile picture? This fucking lockdown is getting to me now. When I see a nurse in a porn film, I stand up and clap before I have a wank. Okay. All so, right. So Gregory. Gregory. Eh. <laughs> You're not going to be accepted. Denied. And <laughs> we off. honestly, we haven't deleted any. Of, we don't actually decline no. people. We just leave them in limbo. See, and I think that's the fate they deserve. Yeah. um so let me see we got jay hampton who just keeps it short and sweet um do you consider yourself a feminist no why do you want to join i love women and i love their cum (laughs) (laughs) that's not that's not necessarily the worst i don't think that he's um that he's going to be our ideal candidate and i mean my thing is i feel like i'm open I'm open to allowing uh, men into the group potentially. Mm-hmm. Potentially, I know we have. As of now, I don't think we've accepted. Yeah, any men, or at least any men we don't know. Yeah, um, because yeah, it can like open it up to like some fucked up shit. So, uh, Bolali Masete, uh, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, mm-hmm. considers themselves a feminist, which is good, and they want to join because I just love women, especially older women. Mm, okay, so, getting specific there. I I mean, maybe, I don't know if this is on us, like if we're just not like accurately communicating what this is all about. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe we're not. I like double Chad, Chad, Chad. Chad, Chad? Chad, Chad. What's Chad, Chad? Chad, Chad squared. Chad. He doesn't consider himself a feminist, but okay. he wants to join Come Queens because he wants to learn from the best. Oh, all so, right. Thanks, Chad. Chad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Still not accepted, but you're not as much on our shit list. 
Uh, Jonathan Willis, he's a real uh, romantic. He considers himself a feminist, and I just love the beauty and perfection of the female body. It is a work of art. Aw. Thank you, Thanks. Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. Make me feel seen. Now, if any if any of these people whose names are reading out actually <laughs> are listeners of our show, feel free to let us know. Um, and maybe we'll like yeah, it. we'll open the dis- dialogue. Maybe with Jonathan. You. I would. I Jonathan sounds sweet. I would slightly consider Jonathan. Yeah. Um, Mike Mike Wallace from Boise, Idaho, considers himself a feminist and feels that cum is kinky. Mm. I don't know if I would describe it as kinky. We all have it. You got it, Mike. Are you kinky? Are you kinky? <laughs> um, <laughs> and. Oh, who's the guy? Oh, Jackler Zomar. Um, he just joined fe- Facebook last year. He's new to the internet. Okay. He's not a feminist, and he wants to join Come Queens because I want fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, oh. who doesn't? Who doesn't want fuck? <laughs> um, oh, this one's confusing. Napoleon. Napoleon in Papua New Guinea um, doesn't consider himself a feminist, but then when it says, why do you want to join? He says, because I'm a feminist. All right, Napoleon. <laughs> you think you're slick. So we're we're excited yeah. to see what more requests will be on the way. I, I feel like we probably will share in a future episode. We think We think that this is... We've had a real increase in our requests, and we think it's because of something else interesting that's happened mm-hmm. on the internet recently that uh, we'll talk about in an upcoming episode. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, that's a wild ride. It's, it's a crazy story. Mm-hmm. We hope that everybody is holding up, you know. Doing your best mental, right now. Like, seriously, this is this is my morning is that like I was... <laughs> I was telling Charlotte when I, she first walked in, like, I was showering because I've just been showering excessively to just, like, get the bullshit of the world off of it's me. That's good. Water's great. But my therapist this morning suggested that I dunk my face into a bowl of cold water. And then scream into it. <laughs> scream <laughs> underwater. <laughs> that would, I, for some reason, I feel like that would make a great camera shot. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, she's like, just dunk your face in some ice cold water to like try to ground ground yourself in reality. Um, we gotta we gotta save the post office. So oh, yeah. now is a great time to review us on Facebook. We have stamps. We have them. We'll and buy more. We're gonna buy if you, actually I'll we'll just buy a whole other Fuck book it. of stamps. We're gonna buy so many books. I know. I wonder if we could get like a Come Queens official. Do they do custom stamps? Because we have that. I'm going to look into this. Um, I was looking at their merch. Um, They have some really cute... They have a cute backpack. Yeah. I would honestly... Do they have like a letter carrier bag? They do. (gasps) They do. I was looking for a hat. No hat. But, you know. But yeah, maybe get a bag. Our mailman... We've talked about him before on the show. We love him. He's your friend. We love him. Um, So we hope... Let's save save the post office. Although I do think it's hilarious. It's like 2020 and we're like... fighting to save like the oldest form of communication it's necessary in this time for sure we definitely need it let's also let's also think about a conversation about how we could vote using uh the internet Mm -hmm. because i think it's possible if you can buy a house there if you can sign important documents right online i'm sure that you could successfully uh vote right so we're thinking of you we love 
We love you. We love you, come queens. And your come. <laughs> and your come. We want fuck too. We want all the fuck. <laughs> Have all the fuck that you can take if you can take it. <laughs> we'll see you next week.